In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And I'm happy to be here with you on this Monday after a long four-day Thanksgiving weekend. It was fabulous here in Chicago. How about for you? I hope you had a wonderful time with friends, family, or on your own if that's what you wanted. I know I sure did. I enjoyed the company of my 90-year-old mom and and my sister and my little sister and brother and sister-in-law and one of my daughters. And it was just fun to have everybody together and to give thanks for all of the fabulous things that are going on in in all of our lives and uh, for our health and and just for the fact that we were all together. So I hope you were able to do the same. Today we have a fun topic and a guest, a surprise guest joining us in the second half of the show. We're going to talk about public speaking and why you're not doing any of it. As an entrepreneur, if you are an entrepreneur, or as someone who is passionate about a topic, as someone who has something to say, a cause to share, a dream to share, an inspirational spark about them, you ought to be up on stage. And I hear all of the excuses imaginable, okay? Because I inspire and and hopefully encourage my clients to get out there and promote their business and the things that they're passionate about through public speaking. And I really do. I hear a lot of excuses. Okay, number one, I'm going to go through the most popular excuses. All right, here we go. So see if any of these kind of sound like you, okay? I don't have the time to speak. I get nervous in front of crowds. I don't know how to find speaking opportunities. What would I ever talk about? I'm not an expert. It takes too long to pay off. I don't know how to write a speech. Do any of those resonate with you? Do any of those sounds, sound like excuses that perhaps you have put out there into the universe when you know that you should be out there addressing an audience? Okay, first off, here we are. Get over the excuses. You do have the time. 
I'll tell you what, if you know what, time, 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 that's just not an excuse. If if you're working so hard in your business that you don't have the time to promote your business or you're doing other things, but you feel passionate about a cause and you want to get out there and speak on its behalf or a just a passionate topic for you, but you're not finding the time, well then hire a coach. Come to me, folks, because there is always time. You're caught up in your business or whatever it is, and there are ways around that. And so there's something that you're not getting quite right. So you can find the time. That's the first step is acknowledging that, all right, maybe if I uh, I didn't spend so much time surfing the web or um, managing employees who are difficult or filling orders for my business, so on and so forth, that I could find the time to create a speech, which isn't as hard as you think it is, and get out there and and start talking to my audience. First, figure that out. And really, I am so serious. If you're struggling with the issue of time, please do find a great coach because a coach can help you put things into perspective and achieve higher levels of productivity. So consider that. If you're using time as an excuse, however, I think that at least one, maybe two or three of the other excuses might be closer to your reason for not doing any public speaking. Like perhaps I'm not an expert. What would I talk about? Okay, those seem to be the most common um, fears. I'm going to categorize them under the, the topic of fears. Those are very, very common. People think that they're not an expert. And first of all, so this is our first step. I'd like you to admit that you are an expert because here is my definition of an expert. Okay, ready for this? An expert is someone who knows more about their topic than the average person. An expert is someone who knows more about their topic than the average person. So let's say, oh, let me pull something out of a hat here. Let's say you're, uh, you do uh, search engine optimization for people who have websites. You help get them ranked on Google, okay? To say you're not an expert is so not true. Because average people, typical people, I don't want to say average, typical people who are not in the business of SEO don't know what you know. And even if you say, well, there are so many people better than I am or who know more than I am, you are still way, way beyond in your level of knowledge, way beyond the average person. Okay, you still have a lot to teach. You don't have to be a best-selling author in order to be considered an expert. There are varying degrees of expertise, okay? But an expert is an expert, and you are an expert. So consider what it is that you do and what it is that you do well, and think of a group who could benefit from your knowledge. A group who probably doesn't know anything or much about what it is you do. 
So again, going back to the SEO expert example, you don't have to go out there and teach other SEO experts. No, you're going to go out there and you're going to talk to uh, small business owners about optimizing their website and DIY methods and you know, you're going to talk to people who don't know or who know next to nothing about SEO. Now, one of the common fears that comes up when we talk about going out there as an expert is what if someone asks questions that I'm unable to answer? Well, first of all, that's not real likely. People, I find people don't ask a ton of questions from the audience, even when you open it up to Q&A. It's so, so typical to have that, that awkward silence in the room, okay? <clears throat> so it, it's not real likely. But in the event that it happens, then to say to your audience, you know what? I'm not sure of the answer, but if you put your email excuse me, on my list over there, the one that's going around because you're going to get people's email addresses, right? Then I will make sure to get back to you with the answer. I'll consult one of my other experts and get back to you with that answer. That is perfectly fine. People respect that so much more than when someone ignores or avoids the question or tries to make something up and appear to be someone they're not, okay? So people love the honesty. So get over the fear. Conquer that fear. If your fear is simply a fear of public speaking, there are a couple of ways that you can really look at that, okay? One one of the most powerful ways to conquer a fear, any fear, is 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 a little woo woo okay so if you're out there and and you are total conservative and not into woo woo you may not like this idea but I'll tell you what try it cuz it works give your fear a name imagine your fear sitting across from the table across the table from you and talk to it ask it what's up what are you so afraid of why are you here what purpose do you serve why are you bothering me and how can I make you go away or change? And you're going to get some pretty profound answers when you just put it out there like that. Identify it, talk to it. If you feel unprepared to speak, that can really amp up the fear levels, okay? So prepare yourself the best you can, and we're going to go through some tips on how to do that as well. But prepare yourself, feel as prepared as possible, and then let it go. You don't want to rehearse your speech to the point where it sounds like a canned speech. You want some personality in your speech. But do prepare yourself the best that you can, and a lot of that fear will diminish, okay? And a last tip on that, if your fear is so strong that, you know, your palms sweat and you shake and you get anxious at the thought of public speaking, then the technique I use in my business is emotional freedom techniques, and I can help you with that. And I have gotten a number of people past, oh my gosh, I can't even count the number of people past all sorts of different fears, including public speaking. And uh, it's, it's not an ordeal. It's actually quite wonderful. So consider the emotional freedom techniques as one of the methods that will help you to really, really conquer your fear. 
Okay. So how do you prepare for a speech? Well, here's how I do it. And you can move these steps around. But I think it's critical to first identify your audience. Okay. Who do you want to speak to? Now, if you're intimidated about speaking to a large audience or a live audience, even if it's five or six people, you might want to start by creating a webinar or a teleseminar rather than you know, going out and standing in front of live people. It's in your safe office space. It's less intimidating. And if you keep it virtual like that, you won't have to face your audience, but it still offers you some great practice and great exposure and great experience. So that is one way. And then you identify your topic. What is it that you want to deliver to this audience? Who are they? And what would you like to deliver? So we're going to go into break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about preparing your speech, delivering your speech. And after our next break, we will be bringing on another expert. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. How to invest, where to invest, where to save, where to get the right insurance, what to do about taxes. Should I relocate my business or ever purchase a property? That's where Go To My Radio Show comes in. Join host Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Choose the right financial professional and learn more about the products and services while learning the terminology and strategies used by these professionals. Go To My Radio Show is unbiased and Chris Holt, your host, will ask the hard questions and take calls to help you connect with the right professional who can help you better handle your financial and business choices. Go to my radio show is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. And most of all, choosing the right program and the right professional for you. Go to my radio show with Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togenet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
So we're here talking about public speaking, and you are hopefully asking yourself, why am I not doing this, and how can I get started? And if those questions are coming to mind, then I am here to help. Feel free to call into the show today as well, because we can certainly talk about why you're not doing public speaking and get you past that, 877-864-4869. Give me a call. Okay, so we talked about creating a webinar or a teleseminar, and those things are easy enough to do, and I'm sure if you Google them, you can learn a lot more. But that's a really basic and easy start. Another idea is to sit on a panel. Go ahead and find a panel discussion at a college, at an industry event, any number of places, and sit on that panel as an expert. Go ahead and send your resume or whatever they want for panel experts. Give them a call and see if you can find a local event or roundtable. You know, an added benefit to this is that you can learn more about what your audience is really interested in 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 knowing more about and utilize that knowledge to generate your next speech or two. So, you know, being on a panel is just a great way to establish yourself as an expert. So that's another fabulous option for you. Okay. Finding speaking engagements for when you're just starting out. Okay. Well, I spoke to Laura Stack last week, and she is the president of the National Speakers Association, NSA, and she suggested, this is a great idea, to pick up a copy of your local business journal and go ahead and turn to the calendar section. She says there are groups and contact names right there, just beckoning people who have something wonderful to speak about, local associations, chambers, service clubs. And, you know, you can choose from there and go ahead and contact those groups and offer your services as a speaker. Now, most of them are not going to pay, but that's not what this is about, okay? This is about branding, branding you, branding your business, and spreading an important message. So determine your topic by coming up with three great tips in your area of expertise. Remember, you are an expert, whether that's social media, customer service, financial, financial services, technology, whatever it is, whatever you're an expert at, come up with three great tips and tailor those tips so that they're relevant to that audience, okay? Remember that even though this is about branding and getting your word out there, it's also about, most importantly, about delivering value. So you want to make sure that your topic applies to the group, so you have local libraries and bookstores and women's groups and churches and nonprofit groups, so many groups out there that you can contact to create an event. Now, how do you tie your topic in to an event? Okay, let's say that you're talking to a women's group, okay, and it is... National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, okay? But you're not a breast cancer specialist. You are, you do public relations or marketing for small businesses, okay? But what you can do is you could create a speech around cause marketing. 
and the strategies and, and success stories. Okay, so and use the Breast Cancer Awareness Month as an example of cause marketing because there are so many small businesses out there that tie in with breast cancer awarenesses with their marketing campaigns, okay? So that's just an example. One example I really like, too, as far as public relations and, and, and you know, getting your, your speech out there, getting people to pick up on what you do, it comes from a gal that I actually interviewed on this show oh, a couple of years ago. Her name is Sally Shields, and she wrote a book um, called The Mother-in-Law or The Daughter-in-Law Rules, and it was at the time when Obama was just elected and his mother-in-law was moving into the White House, okay? So she created a press release that said something to the effect of um, Obama's mother-in-law to move into the White House. And then there was a little sub caption that says, learn why the daughter-in-law rules. And, you know, that got picked up in a lot of different outlets, by a lot of different outlets. And and she had great success with that. So when you're creating a tie-in, think big, think national, think international, and create a tie-in. It's not all that hard, okay? A little bit of a play on words, and bam, you've got it. So let's talk a bit about promoting your speech, okay? So let's say that your local library says, yeah, I love that topic. Come on in and and talk to us. I've done that a number of times, and it's really great fun. You can get 20, 25 people, even more, at a library talk. And and it's just, it's great exposure. It's a lot of fun. It's a great way to practice, and it's not intimidating at all. But the library is not solely responsible for promoting your speech. So you want to get out there and you want to promote. promote. Now, of course, one of my favorite ways is social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Love them, love them, love them. So make sure and get out there and do that. Invite people who are your LinkedIn connections and local, if it's a small um speech, you know, invite the people who are local because someone from another coast is probably not going to come to see you as much as they'd love to, I'm sure. And invite them to join you. Go into Facebook and create an invitation or go on to Evite or Eventbrite or something like that and create an invitation. Send it out to your your list. Send it out to your friends and ask them to pass it along. Um, do the same in social media. You know, if you've got a list of 300 friends on Facebook, ask them to pass it along to anyone who they know who lives in your area and People are really wonderful about sharing things. So make sure to get into social media to promote your speech. And, of course, there are the old flyers and the phone calls and lots of other ways to promote. So don't leave it all up to the venue or the group to promote, okay? Now, tips on your presentation. All righty. Remember that... Although one goal in public speaking is to increase your brand visibility, your primary goal is to connect with your audience and leave them with lots of value, okay? Here's, of course, there's just the, the, 
value behind that, the the ethical piece that they are coming to see you. And so you want to give them what they came for. But there's also this, our emotional response to something is what makes us remember our experiences, okay? And it's what makes us remain connected emotionally and, you know, in our mind to those experiences. It's what makes them memorable long after the experience itself has passed. So it's very important to deliver your message with authenticity and emotional impact. So how do you do that? How do you deliver your message, especially if it's about something that some people might consider a little drier, like finances, okay, or something technical? You still have to deliver it with emotional impact. One of the best ways to do that is storytelling. If you're not a storyteller and you don't have examples, then use metaphors. Metaphors are very powerful, especially to the male mind, okay? So if you've got a lot of men out in the audience or even women who um, think in more masculine and less emotional terms, metaphors are very, very, very powerful and will increase the emotional impact of your, your message, So use stories that are moving and touching or have a wow factor and use metaphors, okay? A little bit of shock is always good in a speech if you think yourself capable of that. And it helps people to remember, too, when when you tell a story and there's an outcome that is unexpected, okay? Tone is very, very important, Use your tone at different levels. Speak softly and then speak more directly and fluctuate your tone with your story, okay? So you definitely want to do that. You definitely want to use higher tones and lower tones and not monotones when you're speaking. And smiling when you speak really, really, really also has a great impact, now, gestures are important, okay? You don't want to use, if, if you're a hand talker, you talk with your hands, you want to watch that while you're on stage, okay? It's distracting and it's aggravating after a while. It can really, really annoy an audience. So you want to be careful not to use your hands in excess when you're speaking, but to use limited and expressive gestures, sweeping gestures, Okay. Maintain eye contact with your audience. Here's a great trick, and it makes it easier to maintain eye contact. Choose someone to your left in the audience and stay with them for about two sentences, looking into their eyes. And then choose someone further back or further forward in the center of the room and do the same two or three sentences and then someone to the right. Use a bit of a zigzag pattern from left to right. It makes it very, very easy and really helps to connect your audience. The trick, the thing is that when you connect, when you have eye contact with one or two or three people in your audience, it makes the entire audience feel as though you are connected with them. So we are going to go into a break. And when we come back, we have our surprise guests, because after you do these few things, you are going to be ready to take your speeches on the road and take your speeches 
pitches to a bigger audience. So we're going to learn a couple of tips from our expert. Remember, you're an expert too. We talked about that. We're all experts in something. If you know a little more than the average person, you are an expert. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how to find and to book speeches that will take you on the road. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Attention parents and teachers. Here is a series of alarming yet true facts about the current state of teaching reading in the United States. The federal government has spent close to half a trillion dollars to improve reading ability, and yet we still have over 8 million students who cannot read on grade level. 440,000 students who have a total reading vocabulary of 50 words or less, and a national dropout rate of one new student every 26 seconds. Sadly, one of these could be yours. Fortunately, it's not too late to help. Introducing The Reading Show with Dr. Joe. A fast-paced, highly informative, easy-to-listen-to show led by nationally recognized reading authority, Dr. Joe Lakovich. For more on Joe on the show, check out his website, failurefreeonline.com. Listen in this week to learn amazingly simple ways to turn this problem around. The Reading Show with Dr. Joe. With your host, Dr. Joe Lakovich. Fridays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Druggynet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Druggynet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, we've covered a lot of ground here, so I hope that you're ready to uh, get out there and to take your speech on the road. Before I introduce our guests, I just want to talk about a couple of tips about how to create your speech, okay? Because this is this is difficult for some people. Where do I begin? So I'm going to give you tips from the Marla Tabaka Book of Speaking and uh, see if they help you. First of all, I've, I just 
discovered after about two years of trying to sit down and write my speeches that that just didn't work for me. I couldn't write something that I was going to say. It just didn't jive for me. And so what I did was I went out and bought a little digital tape recorder and I would take walks in the woods by myself or with my dogs and and speak to my audience in that tape recorder, okay? And then I would bring it home and I would transcribe the critical pieces that came out of that. You'd be amazed at how creative you can get when you use that method rather than sitting down with pen and paper or behind your computer. It just really allows that right brain creativity that we need and um, it will allow you to come up with things that you may not have been able to come up with behind your computer. So that's step number one, get out there. Identify, I like to work backwards. I like to identify what I want my audience to leave with and what I would like them to learn and how I would like them to feel. Now, I know we can't control how people feel, but I want to do my best to get a feel good out there, right? And so I identify my topic and the steps to my delivery based on that end knowledge. Okay, when they leave, I want them to know X, Y, and Z. So now what do I have to do in order to deliver that? And you break it down in a simple, simple outline. Keep it simple because, you know, the fact is a great speech is not about logic or facts as much as it is about emotion. Remember that emotional impact is so very important. Put your notes. Here's what I do for notes if it's a longer speech. And you, yes, you are allowed to take notes up there, okay? You just don't want to depend on them 100%. You want, them, you want them to be something that you can eyeball really quick, just in a split second, just to remind you what part of your speech is next. And so what I do is I take a three-ring binder, and I print my notes out on uh, paper in the um, landscape profile rather than the portrait profile. So across the page in nice big print. And I use a three-hole punch, put them sideways in my three-ring binder, and turn the back flap of the binder inside out and then stand it up like a like a little mini easel on a table or something that they can provide for you. Uh, that is if you don't have a PowerPoint. If you have a PowerPoint presentation, remember not to write your speech on the PowerPoint presentation. It's about the visuals. Use pictures that help people connect and use bullet points. And that is it. And only a few slides, 10, 15 slides is more than enough. So hopefully those tips help. And now I would like to introduce our guest who's going to help us take this speech on the road. We have with us today Danny Astoria, who's a publicist for Erico Communications. Welcome, Danny. Hi, Marla. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm fine. How are you today? I'm all right. You know, in New York City, it's a little warm. I think it just hit 70 degrees. I'm what? sure that's it's all downhill from here. That's what I hear. So, <laughs> uh, stop it! Stop it! You just get out there and enjoy that weather. Take your desk I, outside, dude. <laughs> I know. I had I had to take a breather early. I was like, let me just take a stroll around the block just to kind of enjoy the weather while I can. Oh, you're so yeah. lucky. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Well, good. Yeah. Night. 
So, Danny, we've been talking on the show about, you know, getting over fear of public speaking and accepting that, you know, the the people listening are all experts in something. And we've talked about, you know, sitting on a panel, much like the Inc. article that you are quoted in this week, week over at uh, Inc.com. And uh, we talked about sitting. So we talked about that sitting on the panel, doing a teleseminar, webinar and staying local. But you have some ideas to help people get their speeches uh, in front of larger audiences. Why don't you yeah. give us a few thoughts on that? Yeah. So, I mean, public speaking in general can be very challenging. It's, it's you know, apparently it's the top, if there was like a top 10 list of what people were most afraid of, apparently public speaking is number one. Um, and I, I don't know where death kind of falls in there, but people are more afraid of public speaking than they are of dying. Oh, so, yeah, interesting. You know, and, and as part of, you know, uh, I went to the University of New Hampshire and I studied interpersonal communication. And part of, you know, my curriculum was public speaking. And a lot of people, you know, in my classes were so afraid. They would, I had a, there was a girl in the class that would break out in hives and she was mm-hmm. so nervous. And for me, it just always came naturally because I'm, I'm a people person. I'm very extroverted, outgoing. But interestingly enough, putting together, you know, you were talking about how you would put together your speech and, and your notes and kind of gather your thoughts. So it's, it's a lot of work. So mm-hmm. as a publicist, because I put together pitches on quite a regular basis to try to pitch clients into the media, it's a lot of the same thing, especially when I'm getting on the phone. It's because you're, you are speaking to an audience. So obviously knowing what your audience is um, and how you're going to be constructing, whether it's going to be an email, and especially once you get out there, you have to kind of know techniques so you're not as nervous. So when it comes to when you're ready to go out on the road, you know, probably a lot of publicists out there are going to be like, oh, my God, Danny, you're giving away our tips, insiders. So your uh, listeners should definitely uh, take out their notebooks because I have some really solid tips to say, hey, this is how you can do things on your own. Um, you know, it's going to be more of a t- an investment in time and not so much in money. And a lot of your, your listeners are kind of just getting set up. They want to get out there. They want to start spreading their message. So I am a big, uh, I'm all about Google. So, you know, a lot of people ask me, oh, what websites do I go to to find, you know, speaking engagements or workshops? And I say, just start at its basic, and Google is the best. You just open it up and you search exactly what you're looking for. So it's as simple as that. So say, for example, um, I don't know if one of your, I mean, one of your listeners wants to be a social media expert. It really doesn't take much to be a social media expert these days, as you know, Marla and you and I have spoken before about these things. So if you want to be a social media expert, maybe you want to talk at conferences about, I don't know, some sort of a political, it could be politics, social media, electronics, whatever. So we'll use social media as an example. You just go into Google and you type in social media conferences 2012. Now, anybody who knows about Internet searches and search engine optimization will know that uh, usually people don't look past the first, second or sec- first or second page on an Internet search. So you really, when you type in that search, you're going to get the, the most, the conferences that are coming up soonest in the year. So, for example, if you type in social media conferences 2012, you're going to get one that's in Miami called the Social Media Conference, and it's January 23rd to 25th. 
Now, that conference is probably closed. So, obviously, you'll need to go into other pages of your Google search um, to be able to find ones that are further off in the year. And the reason why is because their speaker submissions are probably closed. They tend to work about six months to a year out. Sure. So, you following me so far? Oh, absolutely. This is good great. stuff. No, this is this is great stuff. So in my experience, like I said, six months to a year out. So if you have someone that's looking, you know, one of your listeners that's looking to really get off the ground and speaking, doing social media, say they specialize in how to get more Twitter followers or something like that, um, you're going to go to whatever the website is for the conference when you're searching. I'm telling you, Google is very comprehensive. Don't be afraid. A lot of people get afraid of going to the second, third, or fourth page because they're like, you know, they're not going to be as good, not as relevant. That is not true when it comes to these conferences because you just use those special terms, which is social media conferences in 2012, you're going to get the most comprehensive list. Now, when you start getting into like page 12, maybe I'm start, you know, they start getting a little watered down, but don't be afraid. And, you know, it depends on the topic. So once you're ready, uh, you go to a website, say they have a conference that's coming up next November. Now is a perfect time if they have like a call for submissions. You go in, fill out your application, make yourself stand out, that's going to be the most important part. There's going to be so many other people that want to speak at those conferences, especially people that are local. So you submit your application. And just everyone always, my tip is always err on the side of caution. You don't want to come off as being um, too stalkerish per se. So submit your application, wait about a week. You know, uh, when is the deadline? Make sure you're submitting earlier than the deadline just because you'll be on the top of the pile rather than at the end. Mm-hmm. So uh, call them in about a week, ask to speak with the coordinator, say, hey, I just wanted to check in that my uh, application was received, you know, what the status is, maybe what the next step is. And this will kind of put your voice to the application so you kind of mm-hmm. just don't get lost. Maybe you're on the phone with the person that makes that decision and they happen to love your energy and they thought you were great, that they will remember that when they go into the application. Absolutely. So, any questions so far, Marla? No, you're being very, very specific. So, um, tell us a little bit about why why conferences? Why do you feel that that's a great platform? Well, the interesting thing is, and Marla, you know, because you were involved with, you know, the Spark and Hustle conferences mm-hmm. that were national, is that there are going to be a lot of people that you'll be able to have uh, to make connections with and be able to network. So conferences seem to be, you know, a pretty good size, obviously, depending on the conference. And I find that workshops are okay, but conferences are kind of like that that happy medium rather than this big expo because you're able to develop those relationships. So say, for example, you find another, you know, social media expert that's speaking at the same event. You'll be able to really meet them. And, hey, maybe they're going to be speaking at another conference the next year. So that's an opportunity Mm -hmm. for you to get in and make those connections. So I find that conferences usually are the best. Um, you might There might be an attendee that has an opportunity that they're going to another conference, and they're like, you know, why are you not speaking at this conference that I'm signed up to go to next year? So they'll say, hey, that's a perfect opportunity for you to get Well, you know, let me look into that. I really didn't think about that. Thank you so much. And then that's how you develop those those kind of connections. 
I love it. I know whenever yeah. I go to a conference or an expo, I come home and increase my Twitter followers and my, my friends on Facebook by, yeah. you know, large numbers. It's just a, yeah, it's a great way to exactly. get your name out there and it get really more is. of a following and, and, yeah. and to look at to the other experts. Danny, we're going to go into break in just a second. When we come back, I want to learn more about, you know, how we can get publicity and how we can get speaking right. arrange, uh, engagements going on. And uh, Danny, as we go into break, tell people where they can find you. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Danny Astoria. I'm tweeting very often about social media and a lot of other <laughs> topics. But you can All find right. me on on, on uh, Twitter at Danny Astoria. And just feel free to send me a tweet if you ever need any tips on there. All right. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. LinkedIn. It's a great tool. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. With the LinkedIn Lady Show, Wednesday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. The LinkedIn Lady will have interviews each week with a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us, won't you? Every Wednesday afternoon at 5, 4 Central. It's the LinkedIn Lady Show with host Carol McManus on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks so much for joining us today. Make sure and check out my Inc. article today because it is about this very topic. And that's incinc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tabaka. And you will learn more there. And we have one of my favorite publicists on the line, Danny Astoria. Hello. Hey, Marla. Glad to be here. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I am. So, 
So, Danny, we're talking about speaking at conferences and the the power behind that. Um, I know that some of our listeners are wondering if any or many of these conferences are actually paid speaking gigs. What do you know about that? Um, it really depends. So some some of them are, some of them aren't. Uh, it also depends. Uh, sometimes the keynote speaker is paid. Sometimes the other ones aren't paid. There's actually conferences that you have to pay to speak. So just, you know, do your best. I mean, if, obviously, if you're on a shoestring budget, I mean, don't obviously shell out crazy amounts of money. Just, you know, do what you can. Some of them will be paid depending on uh, the t- kind of topic. So, for example, if you are the one social media expert on the panel or at the conference, they'll most, like, they'll most likely pay you because that's what they need. Um, but if it's a social media conference and you're not the keynote speaker, they, they, most likely you won't be paid. It, it really depends on some of the conferences. So, you know, just do your research. Always look at a site. Go to the ins and outs. Find out who the keynote speaker is. Maybe you have a special topic, you know. In, in relation to social media or whatever topic you're talking about, and there's something that you're specifically discussing, and, hey, they might be willing to pay you to be one of their top speakers to be at the conference. Mm, sounds like fun. Now, Danny, yeah. I know you have a lot of fabulous clients, and you book your clients on podcasts like this one as well. Mm-hmm. What is the value in that for the speaker? Um, I think I think podcasts are great. I mean, yours is wonderful, and I listen to it. And uh, I, I think that podcasts are really great because they're online and they're archived. So it's not like just a regular radio where it may not be available online. So you can always go back to it. So say, for example, if it's something that you've been talking about and you happen to create a podcast in yourself and you're trying to get yourself out there as a speaker, you can constantly tweet about it, and people will go back and look at your archives. And that is something that will be very powerful when you have your application and someone's doing some online Google searches about you, looking at your Twitter, your Facebook, maybe your LinkedIn if you offer that, or your personal blog page, and people want to hear you. And, and so podcasts are very important because it's kind of like your a website is like your online business card, and that's how it's pretty much going to have to do with your voice, your to the tone of your voice, maybe it's right for their audience, maybe it's not right. And, you know, a lot of people have been talking about that when it comes to career whether you're going to be doing an online resume, kind of a video resume. And a lot of people are doing that these days when it comes to speaking, you know, to be able to get that as a speaking engagement on their conference. Uh, You'll do like a little video resume of yourself. And there's a lot of pros and cons when it comes to doing video resumes in general. Um, But I would say I think a podcast would be good because it's going to have to do a lot with your voice. That way people aren't judging you so much on your appearance. Um, There might be a case where your appearance is is so unique that they're going to have to have you, and there's really nothing wrong with having you doing a video kind of uh, podcast as well. That might make sense. So Mm -hmm. uh, podcasts are very, very useful as a marketing tool as a whole. Yeah, they they certainly are, as I can attest to. And yeah, the video resumes, I love it. Actually, I just submitted one this morning myself for, to to a website that I would very much like to blog for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think they're powerful and, and they're fun to do. And they're exactly. not as difficult or intimidating as, as you would think. They're really pretty easy to put together with the help of YouTube. So, Oh, yeah, um, very much yeah. so. And, and, you know, I, I know one thing we were talking about is obviously the PR element is how to get yourself out there is that uh, we could talk about that next as well so your listeners is um, say, say for example once you are uh, approved 
for a conference. So we can all do like the happy placement dance. We all got it. You got in. I, I'm sure you would be really excited calling and emailing everyone. Oh my gosh, I, I made it. I made it. Yes, it's very exciting. And let me tell you, as a, you know, I did this, uh, I did a lot of conferences more early on about five years ago um, as a junior publicist doing a lot of speaking opportunities. I even did award, award show submissions for people to meet, you know, to get awards. That's a whole different podcast for you, which I'd be happy to help you, you know, to, to be a guest on. That's, that'd be a lot of fun. So once you get the opportunity, you've been approved, they send you that letter, they give you that call, you're all excited. So there's two things that I talk about. One of them is leverage. Um, the other one is leverage times two. So the first leverage is in a, in a fact. So say for example, the keynote speaker is not a, uh, is not available to do PR for uh, this conference. So you know they're doing it. I don't know, say Miami or New York, and the key the keynote speaker is not available. You would call the organizers once you're approved and say, hey, if you're going to be doing an active PR campaign, I don't mind doing interviews. So use me and my likeliness to get out there. So maybe you get out into a local or even national broadcast, some print. You could be a success story of someone that's used social media and, you know, offer your advice. And if, say, the keynote speaker or whoever their top, you know, big-name speakers aren't available, that's a great opportunity for you to get some PR there as well. So you're going to be leveraging their existing PR campaign to be able to get yourself out there. The Mm. second part that I say is leverage times two. So, for example... You know, the, the keynote speaker is available and you really want to do, you want to get your message out there besides just doing the conference. Do your own PR. There's nothing wrong with that. And you can do that on your own, on your own time. So what you do is you speak with the conference organizers and you say, hey, you know, I'm not available. I mean, you're not making me available to do any kind of media because you, you have someone available already. Is it okay if I use the fact that I'm part of the conference to be able to do some PR for myself. And I'm going to tell you, eight out of ten times, they will probably say yes. And the reason that is is because it gets more visibility for their conference, which in the end they want more people to sign up for the conferences. So it works out for you. It works out for them. Next mm-hmm. step, you call up some local editors and producers and reporters and say, hey, I'm going to be at this conference in such and such time of this local city. Uh, you know, do you need an expert to be on your 5 o'clock news or 4 o'clock news or maybe your 4 o'clock if you want to get up that early in the morning? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, uh, maybe someone's launching a small business and they want to use social media. They're gonna. They probably will need you. So you can. That's how you leverage. You leverage from the perspective of using the conference, and then the second one is doing yourself, but also using the conference to your advantage. Um, and and hey, you know, if if you don't get any media. That's fine, but hey, at least you're in the conference. Maybe next year you'll have an opportunity once you've done the conference to do some media for them. So that's always a great opportunity, too, to just always have those conversations with them. At least you asked, because otherwise you would have not known. Brilliant idea. I would never have have thought about calling the conference city and promoting myself as a speaker. I love that. Tell us a little bit about the value in that. I mean, PR is is great uh, for a small business owner. What's the value of being on the the 4 a.m. news in Cincinnati when you live in New York? 
Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people get nervous, um, especially when they're going to be investing into a PR firm or a publicist like me. People get so nervous. They're like, they want to see a complete ROI. They want to see a return mm-hmm. on that investment. They're like, I'm paying you X and X dollars a month. And the truth is, I mean, it, you, you have to go for the right publicist, obviously. But if you're going to be doing it on your own, there is a lot of value because you're planting seeds in other areas of the country where you're not from. So therefore, as you build yourself up, people are getting to know about you. You know, I always tell this about about myself to people. Is I know a little bit about a lot of things, but not enough about everything. So if you think about it, if you know a little bit of people in Cincinnati and you're doing some PR there and you're doing some in Miami and you're doing some in Tulsa and you're doing some in L.A. or, you know, in Seattle, Washington, those add up. So, hey, maybe one day you want to... Uh, write a book, author a book, you can do media in those areas because you've Mm -hmm. been to those areas. People are going to know your name. So when it comes Mm -hmm. up, it's not like you're completely foreign to that local market. And then people, maybe one day you want to have your own conference. In New York, people. New York is obviously the top number one, you know, media market. So people will want to come from Tulsa to New York, especially people that will follow you. And that's happened a lot at a lot of conferences, as you know, Marla. Is a lot of these conferences people follow each other. So therefore, you're making those networks. You're making those friends. Maybe you can offer, you've done media in Cincinnati, you can offer a producer and be like, hey, would you like to come to my conference in New York? You know, they, they, mm-hmm. they'll they totally love a little bit of a vacation. Obviously, they'll have to pay for it, but you can yeah. offer them to come. And then they'll they'll say, hey, you know, uh, maybe they might do a piece on you. You know, someone who was at our conference last year is now going national. And then you go back to Cincinnati. So you kind of pay homage to them. And you, you're like, you know what? I didn't forget about you. I came back to the, where I where I kind of started. I love it. I love it. And there's also the value of being able to put that on your website as seen on NBC TV Cincinnati, right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, a lot of people, you know, there's a big difference. You know, everyone talks about quality and quantity. I'm more of a quality guy. My sense is that quality will bring quantity. So one tip to everyone, if you're a small business owner, is say you do hire your own PR firm or you want to do things on your own, don't think that just because you get a lot of media placements that that necessarily will get you a return on your investment for what you're paying. My biggest tip is, hey, let's get really targeted. Where do you really, really want to be on? Do you really want to be on Oprah? I mean, Oprah isn't around. You know, she doesn't have that ABC show anymore. But do you really want to be, you know, on, on the Today Show? Rather than going out to all the morning shows, target there and go there and you have a higher chance of getting in there because you're focusing your pitch and your ideas and you're centralizing therefore you're narrowing in and if it doesn't work out hey go to the next one um and i feel like it's all about the quality because if you're out there your message gets distorted and then you're going to have to play a lot of cleanup and it just gets messy Right, right. It certainly can. Danny, it's just been such a pleasure to have you here today. Our time is already up. I can't believe it. There are so many more questions I want to ask you. So you'll promise me that you'll come back on the Million Dollar Mindset. Yes, (laughs) yes, for sure. Anything you need, we can talk about award submissions because that's a whole new ball game in itself. Uh, Even just doing simple PR for yourself as a small business and not even in relation to uh, speaking engagements. There's so much out there. So if anyone ever has any questions, you know, make sure you hit Marla up on Twitter or Facebook. You can always hit me up, uh, twitter.com backslash Danny Astoria. I'll, I'll give you a couple of tips here and there. 
Oh, that's fantastic, Danny. You're very generous, and yes. it's always fun to speak with you. So we're going to see you back here soon. Thank you, Danny Thank Astoria. You, Marla. Take care. <laughs> and everyone out there, thanks for joining us today. This is just my very favorite part of the week being here with all of you. So I appreciate you, and I'm grateful for you. And uh, continue to send those emails at marla at marlatabaka.com. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've always